So yeah, don't be the typical real estate agent that, you know, slacks off during the holidays. Use this time to prep and get ready. Anything that you can do to just stay in front of the people that you're trying to serve with community engagement is great. It's a spider web of opportunity that you're creating for yourself to get more and more business. If you are just now to the point where things are falling apart and you're like, I better get a team ready, it's too you're, late. you're 60 days too late. It is the number one source of your business being sabotaged because it's gonna take so much time and energy and attention. I think we could both say we're extremely excited about the 2024 market and what is coming based on some of the things that we've seen out there in the marketplace. We've got uh, interest rates decreasing slowly, right? Which we like, we don't want big ups and big, big downs. We've got uh, some limited inventory issues. We've got the, the FHFA has increased conforming loan limits. So we are seeing an increase in house prices across the country. So lots of exciting stuff. And we here, we wanna talk about five things you should be doing this year to get ready uh, for this new market in 2024 and all the things that are going to happen um, in an election year leading up to that. And so I'm, I'm pumped about it. I'm ready for it. Um, and we want to talk about some five things you guys can do to be ready. So, yep. um, And I'm getting a lot more pre-approvals, which means people are out there yeah, working. You were talking about that cycle the other day, just pre-approvals as a precursor to because um, you were saying usually it's somewhere around the three to four month range. Is that yeah? Right? Okay. Usually, I mean, people are starting to talk about should I get pre approved, and and then they go shopping, and then it takes you know another thirty days from there, forty thirty to sixty days from there. So, but I saw like a hundred and fifty percent increase in the number of pre approvals that I was working on uh, from September, September and October. So, uh, great news for a December because you know we yeah. kind of missed or we're, we're past the time where people are trying to get in before the holidays. Now, you know, that chance is mostly gone. I mean, you could, but chances are slim that you could get in before Christmas now. So we've kind of missed, the, moved past that. And now people are looking into January and February. So that's great. So yeah, don't be the typical real estate agent that, you know, slacks off during the holidays. Use this time to prep and get ready, right? Use those, some of those slower days to get some of that groundwork laid. And the first thing you need to do is get your database in order with your sphere of influence. You need to be communicating to your database, the people who know you regularly. And I mean like once a week email, you need to be sending out. If you do not have a CRM, you need to get a CRM. Yeah, It's essential because your database, we've talked about this before, your database is your business. So this is time where you can get, your, get a CRM and learn it. If you don't have one now, get it and learn how to use it. Okay, and start engaging your clients with a weekly email. And it's real simple on the weekly email. Week one, community events. Week two, market update. Week three, restaurant of the month. Week four, small business of the month. That's all you need to do. Serve, be the mayor of your town, serve your community through those uh, weekly emails. And then also I want you to plan two client events uh, with your SOI. One of them we talked to uh, in Six Figure School, we talked to Jacqueline today who was saying, She's got a, um, what were her client events? She's got an ice cream social. Yep. So she had an ice cream truck coming to the neighborhood. And then she has a guy that does um, donation and junk removal. And so she's going to have him show up with a dumpster and a um, truck to haul stuff to a uh, donation and pay for that on behalf of her, her neighborhood. And what a great way to engage your clients. Yeah. So Yeah. A couple of things here. If you're brand new in the business and you can't afford a CRM, your business doesn't support it yet. 
just start somewhere, get a spreadsheet with a list of names from your yep. Christmas list, Christmas card list or whatever. Just get started with a list of names. And two, this email list is not about sending just sold, just listed, any of that. This is about serving your community. Yeah. So about highlighting other business owners, other restaurants, shops, you talked about that. Anything that you can do to just stay in front of the people that you're trying to serve with community engagement is great. So it, these are the things that are coming up in the neighborhood. These are the things, the festivals that are happening in our in our downtown area. Whatever it is, just be there to serve the clients. And this is a great opportunity, especially if you are that new agent, to start to reach out to people and say, hey, I'm going to be doing this weekly email that has these things in it. Can I put you on it? So it gives you an opportunity to reach out and call people. Yeah. Okay, number two, social media, which is your broader audience. Okay, you need to get in a rhythm of posting every day something, right? It can be personal. It can be professional. I don't care. I just want you to get in that rhythm. Okay. And the reason is, is because that's how the larger, your larger audience is going to be engaging with you through that. So make sure that you're staying on top of your social media. And the more you can communicate about what the market's doing, the better. Okay. Uh, so, and one of the things I, I, I'm a little bit of a rant you real estate agents are not doing enough video. You need to be doing more video, communicating to, because guess what? The talking head, uh, the talking head in, in uh, people perceive that as authority. So when you're out there doing video, they perceive you as the authority in real estate. They're seeing you regularly on uh, uh, talking about it. So the more you can, more video you can do, the better. Make yeah, sure you, you almost can't that. do enough video. I mean, you will land clients doing video. No question. There's no question about it. Okay. Um, number three, lead generation and follow-up. You need devoted time every single day um, that you need to reach out to people who uh, don't know you to get listings. So this is where you get into the for sale by owner category, the expireds, um, and you need to be doing the follow-up as well. So uh, set aside an hour to two hours a day to do your lead generation and follow-up. Because this is what's going to take you from, uh, you know, 12 sales a year to 36 sales a year is if you're consistently doing your lead generation every day. Yeah. Expireds are great in December because a lot of people don't want to relist for the holidays because yeah. they don't want the disruption. But guess what? If rates start to come down in 2024, there's going to be more buyers out in the marketplace. There's going to be more sellers interested in moving. And so they're going to want to relist. Start making the expired calls in the month of December to get ready for January, to get ready for February, because the people that are calling now are going to be who lands those later in January and February. Yeah, and I think what I would want people to understand about you making outbound cold calls, right, quote unquote, to for sale by owners and expireds, and even meeting people at open house, there is, it's not linear. It, you don't just get a listing out of it. You get a listing and two additional sales out of every for sale by owner. Because if you get a listing, they probably need to buy something, right? You're going to meet somebody through an open house. You're going to meet somebody through, uh, you know, any any number of ways, uh, through advertising, through marketing, through referrals, just because you're out there doing it. So make sure um, you're doing it because you're not creating one sale, you're creating three. So so again, that established lead generation practice, it, it's not linear. It's a spider web of opportunity that you're creating for yourself to get more and more business. So make sure you have devoted time every day to do lead generation, at least four days a week. You need devoted time every week uh, 
once a week, right, on Saturday or Sunday to do an open house where you've got basically a pop-up shop for your real estate business. People can walk in and talk to you, and you guess what? It's not about that house. It's about the neighborhood. It's about the community. It's about you as an individual real estate agent and highlighting your expertise, expertise and work ethic. So these people are going to be walking in, right? They don't know you, but you're going to get to know them and then you can leverage that into increasing business. The people that say open houses don't work are the people that are using them to sell that house. That's not what they're for. They're right. for you. They're, they're a store for you, just yeah. as you just described. So make sure that you, both of these things, outbound and inbound uh, leads on the cold side, people who don't know you, right? That's a part of your daily and weekly rhythm if you want to maximize your income. Because basically what you're doing in this um, is you're building a net right, to catch potential business that's coming in uh, through these practices. You're, you're weaving that net to get ready for that surge in the marketplace. And there will be a surge in the marketplace. People have been just waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, and once those interest rates creep down just a little bit more, and once people realize that they're not going to see this big shift, once they realize, hey, guess what? The housing crash didn't happen um, and your net is built to catch as much as possible. Is that, that's, I mean, that's the, what we're talking about here. That's the essential. Yeah. Still a ton of demand. Uh, affordability still at, you know, near all-time lows. So as soon as it gets better, flood will come. By the way, take some time to like and subscribe um, and leave us a review if you don't mind. All right. Um, also, your follow-up, again, need a good 45 to 60-minute block, right, as you're making these outbound calls. So you've got an hour for lead gen right, of making these outbound calls, but you need to follow up consistently with the people that you've already talked to. So you need a good 45 to 60 minute block of follow-up time. Again, your follow-up, you are going to follow up until they tell you, do not call me again. Yeah. The minute right? they say, you know, take my number out of your phone and never call me again, okay, maybe stop. But if they don't answer, that doesn't mean no. Yeah, so it's a no response is not a no. It is just a not yet right? Assume the best about them. Okay. So number four, and this is one, uh, that's an essential as well, especially if you're a realtor that's on the busier side of things that you have, have a pretty established business, you need to get your team ready. Okay. So if you're a relatively busy, you've sold more than 15 houses in the last 12 months. Okay. Uh, you need to start looking for someone who can be a showing assistant for you. Right. And there's a lot of, you know, people think that's like, hey, having a showing assistant, um, doesn't that make my buyers like feel, feel handed, handed off? off? Yeah. Right. No, it's not going to make your buyers feel handed off. But the part that you have to uh, do, that the essential that you have to do is you've got to bring them with you to the buyer consultation. So if you're bringing them with you, you're like, hey, this is this is our team and this is how we operate. So that way you guys can have the highest level of service, because guess what? When are people going to need to to look at houses? When you've got other things going on, they're going to want to look at nights and weekends, um, or you know other times that you may have things going on. And if you don't have a way to provide them that service, guess what? Then they go look on their own, or they're like, you know what? We're just going to go through some open houses on Sunday, um, and you know you have a potential of losing them as a client. Yeah. And so uh, make sure that you've got your you're prepared on the showing assistant side that you can always have someone go out and show them houses. So 
uh, newer real estate agents that are are hungry are a great source for this. Um, or if you've got a real estate buddy that you can kind of share that responsibility with, but I find it's best to just have someone who can, who is ready to go do that stuff for you. Yeah. If they feel handed off, you didn't set the proper expectation in the yep. consultation. We talk about the consultation so often, uh, do the consultation. I trust me. I exclusively use showing assistance. I never show house, even to my closest friends. I send a showing assistant and no one ever feels handed off. We get great feedback on it at the end. Just trust us when we say, as you grow, once you get past 15, 20 houses in a year, you're going to need it. That's exactly right. Um, the other thing is, if you are doing your own paperwork, stop it, <laughs> right? If you, I mean, like post, like any sort of contract to close. So after anything after the contract, if you're doing your own paperwork, you need to find a transaction coordinator to do that stuff for you. It is the number one source of your business being sabotaged because it's going to take so much time and energy and attention away from you that you should be using on lead generation and follow-up. The things that you are, the essentials that you need to be doing every day. It's going to take so much time about that. It's the biggest saboteur to your business is doing your own paperwork from contract to close. Yeah. You don't get paid to chase down signatures, to fill out your brokerages um, cover sheet. You don't get paid for any of that. Let the TC do that. Yeah. And, and people think it's like, Oh, it's not that complicated, but you're entering into a, an enormous amount of variables from title companies and lenders and back and forth with the other agent. And the more you insert yourself into that process, the more times you're going to get pinged and people need a response from you throughout the course of the day. And so you can't even pay attention to your business. Yeah. We were coaching uh, uh, someone in six figure school and they're a soccer coach on the weekend or they coach high school soccer and they coach on the weekends a lot. So they were, you know, telling us an example of when they were having to chase down a signature when they were coaching a game. Yeah. And so not, nobody wants to do that. Let the yeah. TC handle that. If That's the TC exactly was right. involved from the beginning, they would have gone to the TC to ask for the document. The TC would have sent it out, got the signature, and it would have been done. So mm-hmm. you, you don't have time to, to chase down signatures and to do that type of work. Let, let the people who do that as a profession handle that. Absolutely right. And if you are a highly experienced agent and you don't have an agent assistant yet, you need to really look at that because um, someone to help with the workload and the task management and the task management and the signs and the lock boxes and the inspections and just all of those little ticky tack things that take up an amount of time. Cause you know, this you're in the middle of doing so much stuff, right? And then you've got to go drive, to, you know, 30 minutes away and put that sign up and then you got to drive 30 minutes back. Okay. That's an hour of your time of highly productive time that you could be using through something that's going to further your business that you're using on, uh, you know, running a sign out. Yeah. We, we always have people say, well, if somebody was willing to do all those tasks, they would just be an agent. Not always true. And sometimes agent assistants are licensed, sometimes not, but Mm -hmm. Not always true because some people do not want to run their own business. They want to get paid regularly. They want to be on a schedule. Mm -hmm. They want to um, just know that I have to do these. I'm responsible for these 10 things and I don't have to make phone calls or do this or do that. There's a lot of people out there that would be more than happy to be an agent assistant. They get to experience some parts of real estate but aren't responsible for all of it and the lead generation specifically and, and again, more than happy to do it. That's exactly right. And so, you know, Again, 
these things, as far as getting your team ready, you need to get in advance of it because when you realize you need it, it is too late. It is always too late. When if you if you are just now to the point where things are falling apart and you're like, I better get a team ready. It's too you're, late. You're 60 days too late. Yeah. And so it's just like you need to start having these conversations with potential team members. You need to start talking about it. There's a way to scale this in uh, over time where it's not breaking the bank. I think the other thing for experienced real estate agents is they might be thinking, oh, I've got to pay salaries to these people. No, there are plenty of creative ways to uh, incentivize these people, uh, you know, through paying them when the work is done. So you don't have to dish out a ton of cash up front if you're doing it the right way. If you want to learn more about that, feel free to reach out to us or through hello at agentbridge.com. We're happy to help you uh, with any of that stuff related to scaling your business if you're in that place. And we do we can do uh, a complimentary coaching call for you. But you but again, you need to be getting ready for the surge yep. in terms of your team. Okay. And then number five. This is a great time. Okay, we we talked about this uh, in our brokerage a couple of weeks ago. Um, did, and I hope I don't think we talked about this in our last podcast, but the concept is called separation season. This was coined by a, a coach, an entrepreneur named Ed Milet, and he talks about hey, these neck this month of of December or this general holiday season is when most people back off, and if you can use this time productively to get things in your life right, you can separate yourself from the competition and you got you have a jump on 2024. I say, so what that looks like is, hey, your evening routine and morning routine to make sure you're getting enough sleep and exercise and, and mindset and meditation and whatever it is to prep yourself for high performance those are routines and habits that you can establish now, right? In separation season. So go ahead and do, you know, all of those habits. Like instead of waiting for January 1st to do your New Year's resolutions, do them now, right? Start getting in the habit now. Because again, in January, it's too late, right? So go, because 2024 has already started. What I would tell you is 2024 started back in October for you if you're a real estate agent, but whatever you can do to start setting yourself apart from the competition now, stay consistent. And this is one of the things that, you know, it's like, I realize there's a ton of travel. I know that. I know there's family that's coming into town. But even with that, Christmas is just a day, right? And after that, you know, it's like you have New Year's, okay? I don't know about any, I mean, I'm not a big New Year's person. Yeah. You know, I don't, I mean, so maybe I'm, I might you know, uh, expectations are unrealistic. But what I would tell you is like, Hey, look, those are just, that's just two days. We can still continue to be productive, even around travel schedules, even around family schedules to get ourselves in a good solid routine to get our good habits established now before the new year starts. So you're ready to make things happen. That that right. week between Christmas and New Year's is always one of my most productive weeks because the family's left or you've left yeah. the family if you travel yeah. and you've got all that time before New Year's and you're usually closed until the third, fourth of January uh, if you're just a regular business. So you've got all that time to just sit down and plan. 
Well, yeah, and we were talking about this. We already have projects planned for that week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, we got yeah. tons of video to record, things like that. It's just, it's a always been a highly productive week for me because I go to bed at like nine o'clock at night on yeah. New Year's Eve. So exactly, <laughs> and it, like, let's just say, like, if I, I'm a personal trainer, right? I'm training you on diet and nutrition. What they'll say is like, hey, look, it's okay to have a splurge day, but just keep it to one day. Don't yeah. make it the whole yeah. month. And that's basically what we're saying with this. It's like, go ahead and get those healthy habits established now. Another one is, you know, reading ten pages a day or 10 minutes a day, uh, uh, some, something, some book that's going to help you in your, uh, mindset, your business planning, uh, for your business generally, something that's going to feed you uh, good information and good mindset practices. So just 10 pages a day or 10 minutes a day of something that's going to further you, uh, in your mindset and in your business planning. Yeah. A great way to think about this is it we're past these months now, but for next year, in September, October, November, be thinking about what you want to accomplish in, in the next year and use November, December to think about how you're going to accomplish it. Yeah. What are my actionable steps each day, each minute, each hour to get to whatever that is that I want to accomplish and use that month to really bake that out. And so January hits and you're already doing the things that you said you're going to do in that year to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So you it starts months in advance. And that's what he was saying about, you know, 2024 started in October. Yeah. It it, it starts way, much earlier. If you, if you start everything, the planning and everything in January, you're going to be into first quarter before you've done anything. Right. And then the fourth thing on terms of your daily habits is just that calendar mastery. And this is where we see a lot of agents fall off or double book or, 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 um, they, they don't time block appropriately for things like lead generation, because if you're time blocking appropriately and you're starting your day and you're looking at your calendar and you look at what you have going on for the day and you're pushing, th you're working other people's asks around your priorities, because here's, here's what I know as a real estate agent. People are asking you for stuff all the time. They want to meet with you all the time. And lenders and insurance people and all of this stuff, right? And uh, you might have some client meetings in there. You might have some training meetings in there. I get that, okay? But not at the risk of your priorities, yep. right? Your lead generation, right? Your follow-up, all of those things that we talked about. Gaining calendar mastery is going to be essential for 2024 for you to manage your schedule appropriately. So that way, cause guess what? If I've got a client and they say, Hey, we, we want to, uh, what, what is showing houses look like for this week? And you say, and you can send them to a calendar link that allows them to book available times throughout the course of the week. That'd be great. And say, Hey, if this doesn't work for you, I've got my showing assistant, right? Yeah. Now we've got, uh, we've got some structure. We've got some organization that's going to allow you to maximize your income, your cash flow. So people don't see this as like your calendar, mastering your calendar creates the organizational uh, structure for you to maximize your income. Yeah. Calendar mastery is ultra critical. I mean, one thing you're going to realize, and this is almost universally true, is you have a lot more time than you think you do. Everybody right. feels extremely busy, but once you put everything that you're doing in a given day down on the calendar that you have to do that's important, whether it's personal or professional, you will realize you have bigger blocks of time than you think you did. And you're filling them with things that don't matter, like scrolling through Netflix, scrolling through your phone. I'm telling you, once you do this, it's game changing. It's revolutionary for your business and you will be more successful. Yeah. One final word that I will say about 
just generally what you because we had we've been getting a lot of questions from agents about hey my property is not moving should I take it off the market no you should not take it off the market because you don't know when people are going to start thinking about um, real estate and I've had so many times where the day after Christmas or two days after Christmas I'm getting calls from people where it's like hey we're ready to start looking at houses yep. So you don't know. It's like the day after Christmas, people may be ready to start looking. Um, so keep your house on the market because we don't know when that surge is going to be, but you want to be ready for it when it comes. And if you take their house off the market, then you're going to miss that potential opportunity. So so keep it on. Communicate that expectation effectively effectively with your clients and say, hey, look, as these as we wind down towards the holidays, there's going to be a move. We don't know when that's going to be. People might be wanting to get ahead of it. There's a lot of communication out there in the marketplace. Dave Ramsey just put out a huge thing the other day. It says, you need to buy right now. So we don't know when it's going to happen, but we just need to know we need to be on the market when it does. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who doesn't even recommend everybody buys a home. Yeah. So that's exactly right. So it's worth worth thinking about. Any final words from you? No, just uh, stay active. This is not a month to just take completely off. I, yeah. I can tell you, you will get ahead. If yeah. you are doing daily activity the month of December, you're going to be way ahead of your competition. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, thanks as always for joining us. Again, take some time to like and subscribe. We're about to cross over the 2,000 subscriber mark, which we're excited about. We know people have tons more subscribers than that. But, you know, it's important for you also to establish like, hey, recognize when you've got these milestones, these achievements. And... Um, you know, those are wins, right? They're, they're wins on the path right. Right, to your success. So acknowledge them and celebrate them. That's right. All right, guys. Everybody have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week.